Okay. If we want to build the future, we're gonna need something. Like a high-speed internet connection that can turn my ideas into reality. Like the skills to become the world's most powerful coder. The resources to make more films with people who look like me. 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 Like the tools to start my sustainable shoe business. Way more space to collaborate. Yeah, that's better. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to open doors for the next generation so they can build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. Happy Autism Awareness Month and welcome to Taking Authority Over Autism. For those of you joining us for the first time, my name is Shaletta Brundage and I am a proud autism mom. Three of my four beautiful kids have been diagnosed on the spectrum. At first, I lost hope, but then I got help from other moms who have kids with special needs. And with their advice and support in the community that we created, my children are not just surviving, they're thriving. So tell everybody you know, caregivers, grandmas, aunties, to listen to and watch this show. You can find it on YouTube. Welcome all our YouTube fans and subscribers, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and Apple, wherever you get your podcast. I don't want parents to give up. I want them to know that there are services and resources available in each and every week. We come to you on this show to provide that information because for us, it's all about access and information. We want to provide the access you need to help your kids have a better quality of life and give you the information, tools, and resources you need to do that. And that is what we are doing on today's show. Now, you know, Sometimes I have amazing guests come on here and they tell us stories and they give us information. They give us hope about how to help our kids with special needs. 
And a lot of times, you know, you, you sit around the house and you think, you know, what do I have in here that I can use to help my kiddos who have autism, to help my kids who have special needs so that as they grow up, because right now my kids are eight, nine and 10, but at some point they're going to be 18, 19 and 20. So they got to function in this house. They got to be able to use the stove. They got to be able to wash the dishes. They got to be able to use the, the washing machine or the dryer. They, they've got to be able to figure out how to, you know, fold their clothes and, and put them up. They've got to figure out, you know, how to load things into the dryer and not overload them. And they've got to figure out how to use um, their electronic devices, their remote controls. And, you know, I remember um, when I realized that my Comcast remote control um, was a tool that I could use to help my kiddos use their language. Um, my son, Daniel, as many of you know, is my uh, youngest and most severely autistic child. Um, and so he did not talk until he was four and a half years old. And his first words, the first thing he said, um, was singing the lyrics to Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. Many of you remember that story. You saw it on the Today Show and CBS This Morning on People Magazine, USA Today. The little boy was everywhere. The little boy who hadn't talked for four and a half years was now suddenly singing. Well, in order to see the video and hear the song, he had to use the remote. And we would not let him just type in Old Town Road. We made him say it. And so he used that voice command. And he said Old Town Road. And when he said Old Town Road and that video popped up and Lil Nas X starts singing, he just flapped his hands. He was so excited about that. And I had no idea until I did some digging that my friends at Comcast have an accessibility department, a unit designed to help people with disabilities. And so I said, you know, I need to talk to somebody from this accessibility unit. So I went all the way to the top and I have with me today, and I'm so honored, Tom Ladowski. He is the vice president of accessibility at Comcast, and he is joining us for his debut on taking authority over autism. Tom, thank you so much for being with me today. Ah, it's great to be with you, Jaletta. Nice to uh, meet you. Nice to meet everyone out there in the audience. And uh, I'm looking forward to having a great chat with you here. I am too, because you've been doing this role for 11 years. For folks who don't really understand it, what is accessibility? Um, when we start talking about at Comcast, you know, it, it doesn't really come to mind, you know, that, that you all are concentrating and focusing on helping people with disabilities, but you actually are. You have a whole department about this. And I got a little secret here for you. What? You know, when you make a product accessible to people with disabilities, you make a product that's better for everyone. So let's start, mm. from, right? I mean, you talk about hope. I mean, you know, you're building for an edge case, right? A certain segment of the disability community. And now you end up with a better product. And there are countless examples of that out there. Think about the wheelchair ramps at a street crossing. How many mm. people use them that are not in wheelchairs? We all do. We all do strollers. I've got kids. I'm yeah. looking for the accessibility ramp because I've got that stroller. If we got a shopping cart, um, you right. know, and, and some people are transportation insecure. They've got to push that 
cart that they have at their house from the grocery store home and they're looking for those ramps. You're right. I never thought about that, Tom. Yeah. And I think in, you know, kids eight, nine and 10 back in the day, I'm sure you had two or three kids in a stroller. So you really wanted that one. <laughs> you know what, Tom? I just put them in a wagon. I stopped buying strollers. Wagon. I just put them in a little red wagon. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. That, that works. And so, <laughs> and so I use that as example is because my job is to do that in the electronic world. Mm. What is our curb cut? What does that wheelchair ramp mean in the entertainment experience that Comcast designs or in the broadband experience that Comcast and other companies design. The voice remote is one example, but you said it at the top in relation to autism spectrum disorder. This isn't a one size fits all solution, right? Mm -hmm. What works for me as a blind user is different than what Daniel needs, right? It's a different disability altogether. But my team has been around since uh, June of 2012 at Comcast to be the internal advocate for individuals with a variety of disabilities, to think about how can we build our products so that, you know, Daniel can sing into his remote or that I as a blind person can navigate an on-screen menu by having the menu read aloud as I move through the menu items with a remote control. How do people, how does someone with ALS, Lou Gehrig's mm. disease, navigate their TV experience independently without relying on a caregiver? Well, we have something called a web remote. You can go to webremote.com and you can sign in with your Comcast username and password. Um, and you can use whatever technology works for you. So if you can navigate the web, you can navigate your TV experience. And we know through our partnerships with organizations like the Team Gleason Foundation, United Spinal and others, that access to entertainment, independent access to entertainment is a big deal for it is. a lot of individuals. Entertainment it is what we're is. talking about, right? Yes. Around the water cooler, et cetera, right? And so we're meeting customers where they are. Sometimes we build it in to our products. Sometimes we build a, a web page and we meet the customer with the technology that works best for them. So accessibility to us is all about inclusive design, realizing mm -hmm. that disability isn't a one size fits all solution. Voice is gonna work for a lot of people. It's not gonna work for someone who has a speech disability or who is deaf. Mm -hmm. So we've gotta have alternatives. And our team is here to advocate internally and to help our product and engineering teams and our design teams to build those solutions um, the right into the products in the in the most appropriate way possible. And, you know, Tom, we talked a lot about my son, Daniel, and my kids with autism, but we were for a very long time an intergenerational family. Mm -hmm. My husband's 84-year-old dad lived with us, um, had a suite in the basement. We set him up real nice, Tom. He had his bedroom, <laughs> his living room. He's got a full bath. You know, he Jeez, could come I'm upstairs. I'm coming over there. Be careful. Yeah, I'm right, really coming over right. There. He could come upstairs when he wanted to be bothered with the kids and he could come downstairs to his space and have his peace. And I remember several times, Tom, when I came down and he was trying to watch his um, football yeah. and he loves his football and everything was in Spanish. And he was so frustrated. The buttons were too small. 
he was not able to navigate and he had accidentally pushed the button to receive all of the messages in Spanish. And so when you start talking about accessibility, you know, we had to go back and say, is there something with a larger button? Uh, we had no idea that that was an option. How do we make people aware of the options in the accessibility options that are available at Comcast? Because again, we did not know until we went into our Comcast store because it kept happening. And, you know, for us, it would seem like no big deal. But for him as an older adult with those dexterity challenges, you know, it, it was it was for him, it was devastating to not be able to just press a button and and be like you said, independent. He didn't want to ask for our help. He wanted to do it on his own. And we did not know until we asked what was available and then got him what we needed so that he didn't need our help anymore to make sure that he could watch his games on Sunday um, and, you know, feel good about himself. Awareness is half the battle. I, mm. I think you really hit the nail on the head there. Um, and, you know, we, tr we try uh, to, you know, get the word out in, in a variety of ways. Um, you know, people can go to comcast.com slash accessibility and they can learn about what's out there. But of course you have to know to go to comcast.com slash accessibility or think to, to, to Google it. Um, you know, uh, we try uh, through marketing efforts, obviously through public relations, you know, press releases about certain projects and products, um, you know, but we we do surveys uh, within our service area and and awareness is right there at the top uh, as a challenge that that is an ongoing challenge. And I, I would argue that it's not just a Comcast challenge. I think uh, being aware of accessibility uh, support across the board um, for those of us with disabilities or family members or friends of individuals with disabilities is is a constant uh, challenge that that you know all of us need to find ways of getting better better at and so opportunities like what you're presenting us today is a is a great way is a, are a great mm -hmm. way for us to really uh, drive that awareness and you talk about the large button remote um, we uh, back in September, uh, we launched our latest large button voice remote. Um, so wow. we used to have a large button remote and uh, uh, it was a third party uh, product. And this mm -hmm. was one that we designed from the ground up. And um, it's really one of those products that when we put it in the hands of our, our executives or employees who don't self-identify as having a disability, their first question is, can I have one? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're shipping about 2000 of these remotes a month. Uh, wow. And they're only available through our dedicated support center for customers with disabilities, which is another vehicle that we have for driving awareness. Uh, you can call 1-800-XFINITY and say accessibility uh, when prompted and you will land in our support center for customers with disabilities. And uh, you can you know, order a large button remote. Our uh, representatives are, are trained to you know, know the, the variety of, of solutions, mm -hmm. built-in solutions or third-party solutions that are, that are available to our customers. Uh, so that's, you know, that's the place to start. Uh, for those in the audience who may know someone who is deaf, um, 
We actually have uh, a dedicated ASL support line where deaf agents are employed to serve deaf customers in their native language of American Sign Language, and they can call 1-800-XFINITY from their video phone. And, uh, you know, uh, they're going to get a, a sign language, uh, uh, native sign language uh, agent uh, talking with them. And the testimonials we get out of that, people are shocked. You know, they're not used yes. to, you know, somebody who just is, is uh, fluent in sign language just popping up on the screen of their video phone. And then during off hours, there's a sign language message and it tells customers what to do. So again, my group is is looking across the various product and business units within the company to say, hey, all right, you're a customer care organization. What makes the most sense for you? Uh, you are building our latest set-top box or TV you know, what makes the most sense um, for what you're working on for the audiences that that we're responsible for, you know, from the communication side, how do we, you know, make sure that we portray disability the right way and in a positive light, uh, working with with that team. So, um, you know, there's enough to keep me out of trouble or get me into more trouble. I'm not sure. <laughs> I was going to say you have a tremendous amount of work and responsibility and it looks like you are really enjoying it. You know, talk to me before you go about this mission. This is ministry work. And I know that you're the vice president of this and, you know, you go to these meetings and you sit on, you know, the, the team and you lead them. But this is mission work. This is a ministry to have sign language interpreters talking to people who are deaf, to have remote controls that my father-in-law can use um, because he has dexterity issues and he's 84 years old, to have remote controls that encourage kids with autism to talk more. It is, um, I mean, this is a lot, but it is such a, an amazing ministry. Talk to me about this mission work that you are doing with your team at Comcast. Yeah, well, I'm fortunate to really work uh, with people who who are passionate about what they do. And it's not just my team. It's every other team that we rely on to to move things forward. Uh, you know, the large button voice remote is a, a great example of how our designers uh, really embraced the challenge. And I can remember, you know, in um, design meetings, they would throw these 3D models on the table and start asking me and others that they brought in questions about how it worked and what did we like about some competitive remotes that they showed us or what didn't we like about one remote or another. And, and then going out to uh, work with our research team and going into you know senior centers and independent mm. living facilities, residential um, you know living facilities for where individuals with disabilities could talk to us about hey, this remote that you put in front of me as a model is wobbling on my wheelchair tray. We need a flat back because I'm going to, I'm going to use a mouth stick to, um, you know, press these buttons. Um, and so for me, it's it's really that the, the joy that I get out of it is is empowering people through technology because I'm also a consumer. I happen to be blind. I was born blind. Uh, and I know what it's like to be on the other side of an inaccessible product, right? I know what mm -hmm. that, I know what that feels like, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel very good. Um, 
And so I get a chance at least to hopefully make a difference along with my team and the great people that we work with. And we know that accessibility and inclusive design is a journey, right? It's not yeah. going to work out of the box today for everybody because right. it's not a one size fits all solution. But I think where we are trying to get to is we know it's a journey um, and it's not just the customer facing side of it. You know, we need to do uh, employment, uh, advanced employment opportunities for people with disabilities. And we, uh, speaking of the autism uh, community, we partner with a company called The Precisionist. Yes. Uh, and mm -hmm. you're familiar with The Precisionist? Yes, they've been on the show. Yes, they Ernie, have. Ernie Deanastasis, yes. uh, founder and CEO. And um, just ran into Ernie by happenstance in the Philadelphia airport uh, not, not long ago and I, on my way out uh, on, a, on a trip and he was coming somewhere. And so we work with Precisionist uh, to... Uh, help us with some staff augmentation where, where um, we know that, that there are segments of the autism community. They love ordered tasks, right? And lists. Yes, they they're, do. They're, yes, great, they do. they're great data analysts. So they're helping us make uh, test the accuracy of our voice remote. So when you give a command into that remote, when you speak a command into the remote, it goes through a process, it does speech recognition. And at the other end of that recognition, we get a text file and we use that text file on our side. And eventually it, it performs whatever command you want. Maybe it, it brings up the show that Daniel's looking for, or it tunes the channel, or it turns on a light in your home. If you have a smart home uh, right. technology, whatever it does, mm -hmm. these folks are helping us understand the accuracy and, and tune the accuracy so that is it is act is as as you know responsive as we can make it, and so it's not just on the customer facing side that we need to focus because you know I've I've heard from Tony Coelho uh, who was one of the co-authors when he was in Congress uh, 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 of the Americans with Disabilities Act uh, I've heard him speak and he said the one constituency that he had that wanted to pay more taxes were people with disabilities because that means they were gainfully employed. And so, wow. so that's part of what we're doing. We're empowering people through technology, but we got to look beyond the customer experience and then talk about the employee experience as well. Well, I have to tell you from a mom with three kids who have autism, thank you for your work um, in this community. Um, you know, that's one of my biggest concerns, Tom, is making sure that my kids are gainfully employed. Um, they may not go to college, but I want them to be, you know, contributors to society. I want them to be able to go somewhere and work and clock in. And I, I'm just grateful to the work that Comcast is doing um, with your office, uh, with your role and your leadership in that area. Tom, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. I so appreciate you sharing all of this knowledge and information access uh, to our parents and to autistics who uh, tune in and listen every week. Well, thank you. And I just know from personal experience uh, through my parents, uh, it starts it starts with parents. And I've been fortunate to have good parents. And it sounds like your three kids are as fortunate uh, as I was. Um, and so keep up the great work. Keep spreading the word about this. And uh, I'm glad to have met you and hope we can stay in touch. Yes, we will. I'm a stalker. So I'm going to email you right after the show because I want to get to Philadelphia and shake your hand and say thank you from parents who have kids like mine. Tom, thank you again so much for being on the show.
Thank you. All right. And thank you all for watching and tuning in and listening uh, wherever you get your podcast and share this, you know, share this with your teachers, your therapists, your special education educators, um, your social workers, people in your group. They need to know this, moms and dads. You know, don't just take this information and make your household better. Share it so that all of us can have a better quality of life for the people we love who have special needs. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Always fun and informative, Shaletta's a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Boost your immunity and help protect your community. COVID-19 is still here, and it's not too late to get your booster. Staying up to date with vaccines can help build protection that has decreased since your last shot and provide better protection against newer variants. Boosters are an important part of protecting yourself from getting seriously ill from COVID-19. To learn more and schedule your appointment, visit ramseycounty.us slash COVID vaccine. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> On this season of Outside Chance... We're about to put the fly and fly fishing. I'm about to prove there's an outdoor activity for everybody. Yeah! This one I'm pretty confident I can make. <laughs> I'll break down gear, costs, and best locations to learn. Holy crap. Whoa! Yeah! Life is meant to be experienced. <laughs> Did you see that? Join me and find out what you've been missing. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. Racial covenants had structured every aspect of life. Keeping black people in black spaces Slavery's history is Minnesota's history. So much of working towards racial equity is around telling our own stories. Whether I'm taking the bus or the light rail, I'm on board with Metro Transit. What would I do without my ride? I hope to never find out. Metro Transit is my ticket to get where I need to go. Uptown or downtown, city or suburbs, no hassle. It's my reliable, affordable way to get to work, run errands, visit friends, and then get back home to my neighborhood. With easy-to-pay fares, I just jump on board and relax while a professional does the driving. This is my time to listen to my music, catch up with my friends on social media, play a game or read, or just chill out and unwind on the way to my destination. But sharing the ride is also about being with folks from my community, headed to school, or traveling to their appointments, or out on the town. Traveling together, we make our roads safer and create a healthier environment for everyone. 
get on board with Metro Transit. It's your ride, too. You, you know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. When you're running your own business, it's exciting to imagine what's possible and overwhelming to think about how to make it work. You need a banker to help meet challenges and make the most of opportunities to grow. At Bremer Bank, we understand that success is always a team effort because right now, relationships matter more than ever and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 